Tony Rogers Show podcast. My question for you is, what would you do if you became president to help the working class? Well, you know, the, I think the, the principal thing right now is housing. That the price of housing is uh, is going up and it's beyond the reach of mm-hmm. most Americans. Along with oil and uh, gas and food. Yeah, yeah. Well, inflation mm-hmm. is, is hurting everything. And inflation is more complex. Mm-hmm. I can't say that I'm going to stop inflation overnight. What I can say mm-hmm. is that I'm going to stop the, co- the long-term cause of inflation. I'm going to unravel a war machine. I'm going to reduce dramatically health care costs by ending the chronic disease. You are now listening to the greatest show in the universe. Hey man, this is Tommy Chong. Right now you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, this is Jordan Belfort, the real wolf of Wall Street, and you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. The Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, what's up, guys? This is Sean Danielson from Smile Empty Soul, and you are listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. The Anthony Rogers Show. Brian Bender from the Verb Pipe here, and you're listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. Hey, this is James Jude Courtney, Michael Myers, aka The Shape, in Halloween 2018, Halloween Kills, and the soon-to-be-released Halloween Ends. And this is the Anthony Rogers Show. I am Dave Holmes from MTV and Esquire Magazine, and you are listening to the Anthony Rogers Show. What's up, everybody? WWE Hall of Famer, the Godfather, and cannabis expert, <laughs> and connoisseur, and you're watching the Anthony Rogers Show. Peace. Um, but I, I need to remind you that without sponsors like Smokey's Edibles and without you watching or listening to this show, it just wouldn't exist. Smokey's Edibles is a delicious and healthy way to enjoy marijuana without smoking. I prefer Smokey's Edibles to other brands, not just because they're a sponsor of this show, but because they are amazing and taste great. I had them for months, if not years before they were a sponsor. A big fan. Huge fan. I pretty much eat these every day, and you should try one before a show and get on my level. I usually eat them right before a show. Um, they're vegan, no corn syrup, plant-based ingredients, no gluten. So not only are they good for your mind, they're good for your body. So go to the link in the description or go to a dispensary near you as they're nationwide. No matter what state you live in, you can get Smokey's Edibles. Find out for yourself. Start out the new year eating your greens. Smokey's Edibles. Whoa, hey there. It's Anthony Rogers, your favorite comedian in the entire world and your new best friend. Live from his tour bus. Uh, I got to be real with you, though. This is kind of an intervention, kind of a public service announcement that um, we want to know what your pronouns are if you're a man. So grow a beard. Get a giant beard. Be a man. Use luxurious bastard beard oil. Link in the description. Use promo code LEGENDARY. So you have no excuse. You got a discount to try it. The smell's great. The function's great. It, it explains how to use it on the bottle if you, if you know how to read still. I know a lot of you can't. But uh, use this. Try it out. Get a beard. Be a man. Thank you very much for watching the show. Happy New Year. May all your dreams come true. At Revolution Coffee Company, we are dedicated to giving you the best cup of coffee you have ever had while supporting those who keep us safe. We roast our coffee daily and we offer same-day shipping. Our coffee never sits in a warehouse or a shelf getting stale. Our prices beat our competition and our coffee speaks for itself. Check us out at RevolutionCoffeeCompany.com.
Welcome back to the best show in the entire universe. Um, today we have a really positive story. I know there's a lot going on in the world today, so we we wanted to tell a good story, you know, like uh, like, so it's it's good to have that. Um, one this guest, he went backwards in his career. Uh, he, he shouldn't be here. He's bigger than this show. He's way bigger. He should, like I feel like um one of the biggest rappers right now and social media presence, I guess too. You know, um, he's a way to define him. Um, Holy Cabana, how you doing, brother? What's up, G? Hey, man, dude. I, I love that you're on here, man. I, I've followed your story, and I'm a big fan of, like, just, like, the redemption like arc, man. I, I love the – I just love the fact that um, I just I, – uh, I guess to break it down for the viewers, like, yeah, going from, like, a reckless youth to, like, a wise adult, and, and like, uh, and I love seeing that, man, you know? Yeah. Yes, sir. And, like, a lot of people know know you from, like, um, I get – like, the, the, the antics as a kid and stuff like that, man, I think. And, um, and seeing you grow and stuff is just, like – I mean, very impressive, man, to be honest with you. Oh yeah, I appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, no, yeah. No problem, man. So like, um, so I guess like, uh, let's start this off. Like, what what brought you to this point in your life? I guess more so, man. Like, what? Uh, I mean, you're a uh, like a uh, Christian now, I believe. Yeah, I'm a faithful Christian, a devout Christian. Yes, indeed. That's rare in this world, man. And I and I I respect that 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 you're one willing to admit it, and two, you just like like you know, and like uh. And, and and the um I, I want to say like the balls you had in like sin you have in faith now and I love seeing that man I love seeing you like jump up on tables like preaching to people and stuff man it's just like it's a great vibe man yeah you know I was radical in the world I got to be radical with Jesus I, I agree man and like it was crazy it's like I'm I'm not gonna lie I remember being a kid like laughing at your stuff and and like you you were hilarious I mean you, I mean when you were but but then like the actuality was kind of it's kind of ruthless as I got as I got older and stuff like that and then I see how you bring that same energy like like with, with telling people God, about God now man it's just amazing dude yeah so uh to answer your question the reason why I converted to Christianity is because I had an encounter with God so how I was living how I was living before and the mindset that I had before, only an encounter with God could have changed me. So did, did God come to you or Jesus come to you or whatever? Like, is that, is that what happened? I, I think I saw him on a clip somewhere. You say what happened? Like the, the Holy Spirit came to you and like, and like basically draft picked you kind of? Yep. When I was locked up in LA in my jail cell. That's crazy. Elaborate on that if you would, man. It's a very interesting story. Like, Sure, I don't mind sharing my testimony. Uh, <clears throat> I was uh, it's, so is is this being like pre-recorded or is people viewing? Is this live? Like people viewing it now? Well, live right now. We're about to two fifty people right now. It seems like well, uh, it's going up as as we're speaking. But it's live right now. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, if people, I'm pretty sure a lot of people know me from Boom Gang. And then I transitioned from Boon Gang to Holy Gabbana. And I compare my conversion to uh, Saul to Apostle Paul because Saul, he was, uh, uh, he was a person of authority uh, back in the biblical days. And in the name of Jesus, he was like slaughtering Christians. And he went from a bad rep having a bad reputation to writing like 13 books of our Bible. And uh, so I could I compare my conversion to his because when I was in the world and 
I was going by and I had a real bad reputation. You know, even though I, you know, I made a lot of people laugh and, and uh, I made a lot of like entertaining videos in the business world and in the real world, I had a bad rep. And, uh, you know, people, people ain't really want to do business with me like that. But, um, and in the middle of, in the thick of just living my life in sin, I was facing three years in LA, uh, three years in prison in LA, uh, had a hit and run, some gun charges, uh, some possession of narcotic charges. And, um, I had a 10 month trial and then I ended up getting sentenced five months county time. And then during that time, uh, my cellmate became my minister. He was ministering to me and like a month, two months in, uh, I was on my bunk and I was singing to Jesus because he was ministering during the whole two months. Uh, he was ministering to me, you know, I was having a change of heart and I just decided to sing to Jesus. And, um, I laid down after singing and I started crying. And uh, I just felt overwhelmed and just, I feel like within like a minute, a presence came over me and took my sadness away. And I just embraced the presence and I was just filled with childlike joy. When the presence removed himself away from me, I honed off my bunk, I woke my cellmate up and I'm like, hey, wake up, wake up, man. I was singing to Jesus, I started crying. I don't know why I was crying, but something came over me and took my sadness away. And that's how I articulated my words then. But my cellmate, you know, he didn't question me. He didn't say I was lying. He just looked me in my face and said that was the Holy Spirit. And, uh, you know, when I got out of jail, uh, I didn't convert to Christianity. I still lived my life how I wanted to drugs, chasing money, uh, seeking, like still chasing after the fame and just, uh, you know, living life how I wanted to. But two years after my, after my encounter, my encounter planted the seed. Two years after my encounter, my partner, my brother, uh, a good friend of mine, he got shot up and, uh, it was a drug deal that went bad and he had a, a near death experience he had a near-death experience he was pronounced dead on the scene and by the time he got to the hospital he was uh, he was revived but uh you know they call him a miracle baby and everything by the time i got to him and i was able to talk to him uh i talked to him probably like a few weeks to a month after his after his experience but when i got in front of him we were sitting at his table and he just shared with me what he experienced in the in the spiritual realm. And he, I listened to his phone call that he got with his mom when he got shot up. He got shot in his kidney and his liver through his arm. He called his mom. He said, "Mom, I'm dying. I just got shot. I'm sorry." And uh, his mom planted the seed in him to call on Jesus. She's like, "Boy, you better call on Jesus. You better call on Jesus." He get off the phone. He tried to go get help to the nearest house. He couldn't walk no more. He fell on his knees. Once he fell on his knees, uh, he repented and he asked for he asked for forgiveness. Father, forgive me for my sins and forgive the shooter. And uh, his mom had to track his phone 
to find his body. Well, his mom, the police, did tracked his phone to find his body. So that's about by the time they got to his body, he was dead. But when he got to the hospital, they revived him. And, uh, you know, he just shared all that with me. So I already had an encounter when I was in jail. But that was the seed, because my encounter ain't fully co uh, convert me. Just, it was just enough to like have me always remember and think I was never fully converted because you know just uh, I just had an encounter that I couldn't forget. I just never fully converted. But in that moment, with a good friend of mine, me knowing somebody who literally I could see body cut open, his his bullet wounds and everything, his, his listening to the phone call knowing that he was pronounced dead and he's sharing with me everything that he saw in the spiritual realm and looking me in my face saying Jesus is real, man, I dropped everything. That, his testimony was the water, watered the seed that was already planted in me and God gave an increase. And uh, ever since then, you know, I just, I've been a devout Christian because it's like, if you have a good friend or family member who you know experience death and they come back in their body and share with you what what they seen in the spiritual realm how life continue and that jesus is real you would be a fool to not take that information and turn your life over to god so ever That's since amazing, then, it, yeah, it's been three it's been three years now and uh you know i'm still i'm still still seeking out to the lord every day like as just as if it's uh like as if i'm just getting saved but i've been baptized three i was baptized three years ago that's amazing that's an amazing story and, I, and I've, I've seen a lot of this online and i really i really appreciate you taking the time to, to say it. it's like I, I think we're in a, a world where people need need to definitely hear that i think it's, it's very easy to dismiss like god and stuff in a world that's really, really easy you know and i think that like um i don't know i think like uh I, I had a similar, I had a similar problem, but but I'm I'm, in, I'm not gonna like say it all, but I had a similar uh, situation where I think that I was saved because like I was similar to you, like uh, you you got a lot bigger than me because like you were you were promoting it and stuff. I, I was very similar in my twenties to, to how you were, and like um, and and like um, I mean not as funny. You're way funnier probably, but uh, <laughs> but I'm saying like I, I was I was very similar, just kind of reckless for the sake of being a prankster. And, and like when I watched those old videos, like I, like I did some homework before the show, I was skimming through your old videos and like. Um, it just reminded me of being 21 and like, and like you were doing like, I mean, yes, yes, you were stealing and yes, you were doing like, I mean, and that's a sin. I'm not going to deny that, but, but I'm saying like, you, you had this like lightheartedness about you and you didn't really seem like a bad guy still, like just from my general gauge. And, and I yeah. almost wonder, and I almost wonder if that was like the, the message you needed to hear at that time. And like, I mean, you seem like a hard headed guy like me to where like, it had to be some crazy way to get you, man, you know, on the winning team, you know? And I think that like, yeah. um. And that's a beautiful story, man. I'm really happy that, like, um, I'm really happy your soul found God, man. And I, and I hope everybody watching this, and I hope everybody else that's not watching this finds God too, man. I think that that's, uh, I think that's very, I think that's very important. And like, um, and yeah, no, I, I can relate a lot to your story. I think you're a little bit younger than me, but I, I, how old are you? 27. I'll be 28 this year. Okay, yeah, you're about 10 years younger than me. And like, um, I, I feel like, um, I, I feel like I had a very, I was just, I was doing the same thing in my 20s that you were doing, man. Just like kind of being. I just kind of, kind of reckless, trying to get laid, like, like drugs, like sh just a bunch of bullshit, you know. And like, um, and like, I related a lot to your story when I saw that because I, I, I remember, I remember being saved too, and I remember like how, 
I, I feel like I was just draft picked by Jesus, man. You know, I, I feel like he just like kind of was like, like I, I felt how dirty my soul was and I just didn't want anything to do with that. And I just like, I mean, I, I can really relate a lot to your story and I hope a lot of other people can too and see somebody like you, like that, that just, you seem like kind of an authentic person. I think people need, need that, you know, I think like, um, and that's crazy, man. Like, um, I, I'm glad, I'm glad. I mean, it sucks that you had to get it that way. They watching your body and stuff. I couldn't imagine that. I didn't have anything that harsh. Um, but I, I but I, I mean, I was thick headed too, though. So I mean, it, you know, it took a lot to get, get to me to be a man of God as well. And I'm glad we have some cool people, you know, I'm glad, I'm glad we got some musical artists, you know, on the, on the good side, you know, I think Lucifer yeah. has enough of uh, enough musicians and artists, you know, I think, I think God, you know, I'm glad God's got a rapper, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Nah. Uh, since I've been saved, I realized the only thing that matters is our closeness with God because we was born into this world with nothing. And when we leave, we're going to be, we're going to leave with nothing. The only thing uh, when, uh, we do, because my grandfather, he just, I had this quick reminder. My grandfather just passed away last week. And uh, it's, it was crazy seeing his body because my grandfather, he just had life in his body. And he was roaming around, you know, smiling. Uh, he loved to watch wrestling and eat Chinese food. And then... I see over time, uh, just like he gets weaker and weaker and weaker. And, you know, he lived a good life. He died in his 70s. But I just seen that man full of life. And then I seen him on his deathbed, his body with no life in it. And as an adult, now seeing that, I'm like, man, that's a quick reminder that one, that death is promised None of us can escape death. We all got to face it. And if you don't have, if you don't have, if you haven't accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, then when you when your spirit leaves this body, the real death that you're going to face is separation from God. And none of us want that. I don't want that for myself. I don't want that for anybody else on this world because that's the real death, separation from God. And that was a quick reminder for me, seeing my grandfather lifeless on the bed. Now I seen my stepdad pass away when I was a kid, but I was just a child. And I'm like, I didn't have a, a in-depth understanding of life and death and God. But now that I'm, I'll be 28 this year and experienced life and I've journeyed through faith for three years, going through the process of sanctification, I'm like, dog, Death is promised to us all, and if we're not living righteous, well, actually, because even our righteousness is, is that filthy rags in front of the eyes of God. Salvation is a free gift, but seeing my grandfather, it was a quick reminder that I'm like, dang, bro. There's so many people in this world today, so many children, so many, our generation is spiraling and focusing on the wrong thing, living as if they're going to live forever. Even the Bible says that life is like a morning fog, here today, gone tomorrow. And none of us know when we're going to take our last breath. And any, every, any, well, everybody who's watching this, man, you see, it's not about, it's not about going to church on your Sunday service because you, you, if, you can't grow spiritually if you just work out on Sunday. It's about really building a relationship with God, with Jesus Christ, 
our Savior, building that relationship with him. So everybody who's watching this, I encourage you to call upon his name. Because God say, anybody who call upon the name of the Lord shall be saved. Call upon the name of the Lord and seek after him. Definitely, man. Uh, and, like, I, like, it's funny you brought up your, I mean, not funny, but, like, ironically, you brought up your grandfather, too. Like, uh, my, my mom's been, like, super sick. And I, I watched her be, like, uh, unresponsive in a, in a hospital bed. And, like, I played this song by Alan Jackson, like, a, a song of, uh, what if, I mean, it's not by him, but he performed it. Uh, what a friend we have in Jesus. And I remember, like, um, like she, she's basically unresponsive in a hospital bed. And I play this song, What a Friend We Have in Jesus, Alan Jackson's version. And then this lady came in, like, right after, like, the, ch the chapel lady or whatever, and, like, and, like, and, like prays for her. And then like as she's leaving, I was like, I was like, I was like, thank you, God bless you. And she looked at me like that was the first time all day in that shift she believed what she was doing. Like what she was doing was so routine. And yeah. It looked like what she, she was the first time she believed it. And then right after, a doctor with like a Jesus chain came in, and like like this gold Jesus chain came in, and, and, and like and like it was weird. Like they, I mean, that was like the that was like the last of her going downhill. I mean, she's still like in a rough situation recovery right now, but it was the last of her like being unresponsive and the, the terrible things and like um. And it's weird how tragedy brings you closer to God, and I think that, and and I think, and I think that's it's easy, to, it's easy to be twenty years old and they kind of deny everything, and it's and it's easy to be like, oh, I, I'm all that matters, and blah blah blah. But then, like when life hits you and you see actual life, I mean, I mean, you see the miracles all the time. I, I see miracles around me constantly now, man. It's like it's a, uh, yeah, and it's it's hard to describe. I mean, the Bible explains that too. Like like, like a non-believer will never see. They see these things and we'll, we'll always look foolish to a non-believer because they don't they don't understand they don't live in the truth you know yeah and it's like uh and i'm just glad I, I i your story just really i mean i reached out because your story just like it, it definitely hit me man like i i i watched a lot i watched your baptism i watched a, a lot of your a lot of your interviews and stuff like that and i watched a lot of your stuff and i'm just like that really hit home it's like I, I i relate a lot to you because i i'm an entertainment too and I, and I see a lot of stuff and i'm like i related a lot to to being like a reckless a reckless kid and, and like kind of growing into this now i, I just felt like I, I don't know your story kind of impacted me a lot man and like i've, I've been telling a couple of people around me how how just crazy it is and how awesome it is like that uh yeah i mean that a guy that a guy can go from that you know just like reckless sin to to, to follow the word of christ and the teachings and, and it can happen to anybody if guys if guys like us can be saved anyone anyone can make the changes you know and that's kind of what i want to portray to people you know yep yeah yeah man thank you for reaching out anytime uh I get a chance to share my testimony and share the gospel, you know, I try to lock in because that's what's most important is uh, souls, saving the soul. For me, that's what's most important, saving the soul and spreading the gospel of Jesus Christ. That's amazing, man. And I feel, I feel yeah. the authenticity. I know. Like, yeah, people need, like, I, people need Huh? Go ahead, sorry. Go ahead, sorry. Oh, I was going to say, yeah, people, people need to see that. And then, uh, you know, I relate to a lot of people because even just off – outside of what people seen on the internet. I come from uh, not having my dad, being raised by my stepfather, having him die at a young age, then being raised by my mom from uh, 14 to the time she kicked me out. But, uh, you know, not having not having sufficient funds uh, growing up, not having it all, you know, going dumpster diving, uh, being without, like uh, being abused. I, uh, I was in foster care for like two two years, so it's just I come I could relate in many different aspects when it comes to people and uh, just people need to see someone who has been through hell and back and still glorifies God even today. 
like I don't get as much money as I used to when I was in the world. With me uh, sharing the gospel and being a positive person, like uh, a lot of the industry, just about the whole industry, you know, they turn they turn away from me. They don't they don't reach out to me no more. They don't share uh, what I got going on. So I'm in the I'm like God is keeping me but by the grace of God. I'm kept, but life is not as popping as it was when I was in the world, and I'm okay with that. But people need to like people need to see, uh, you know what true Christianity looks like, and people need to see uh, a man going from being a heathen, going through struggles, and still able to be kept by God's grace. So. No, I definitely, I definitely agree, man. I think, and I, I think just personally, personally, the stories like, because I, I, I've followed you, I'd followed you for a while. I mean, you, 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 a lot of your stuff's public just because of how much you put on the internet and stuff. And I'm, and I, and I, I've definitely followed you for years. And, and like, it's cool seeing like, like the change, man. It's cool. Like, because like, I mean, stereotypically speaking, like you, you looked rough I, like before all this too, man. Like that no jumper thing to this, to this man. Like, it's just like, oh, yeah. I, like I, you had that, you had, you seem like you had such sadness in you, man. And like pain. And, and now you seem like, I mean, you seem, I mean, just, I mean, you seem happy, man. You seem with it. You seem, I mean, and, and it's, and you're always smart. I'm not trying to downplay you. I'm just saying, like, I, from my perspective, you always seem smart, but, but I mean, I, I, I just, I, I don't know, man. I, I like watching you grow as like an entertainer, and I think that I think that's very important. And I think that I mean that's the most important thing, like following God. I think that's the most important thing for sure. Yeah, appreciate that, dude. Yeah, no problem. And like, um, like so, what what is uh, what, what's going on with you now? Like, what uh, what kind of stuff are you like? What's what's to come? I already see what's happened. What, what's the, what's to come? Like, what what, you, what kind of stuff are you working on? What kind of what do you what do you kind of work with now? I have a documentary coming out. It's already made. It's just gonna come out, and I don't know. I don't know when. It'll be out soon. But uh, a documentary. Uh, I'll be promoting my clothing line this week, and then new music. Uh, yeah, new music will be out soon. But for sure, a documentary. My documentary. Uh, just how how I was like before my conversion, you know, uh, what made me convert, and then uh, how life's going for me now. And without Jesus, I suck. That's a clothing line. My clothing <laughs> line. I love that. And love uh, that. and new music. What's funny about you too, man, is like your music got better after you got saved too, which which is like. I'd like like Lucifer being like angel music and stuff, use, use music, you know, and, it, and it's good to see that after you became saved, your music, to me, your music got better after you got saved, which is, which yeah. is awesome. Yeah, appreciate that. I got off from drugs and then I'm able to tell a story. And not that it was bad. Okay. Yeah. How nah, long have you been yeah, sober I, now? Uh, like four years. You... Well, wow. this year would that's be awesome, five. Like, that's awesome, man. Like, uh, do you still smoke weed or anything? Nope. You still smoke weed and stuff or just like? Uh-uh. That's, I'm trying to get off that now. That's awesome. 
And yeah, so I'm, yeah. I'm five days not smoking weed, but I haven't, I haven't done anything else since my twenties. And I think that's awesome. And how hard was that? How hard was quitting weed? Was that the hardest one or like, what was, no, actually weed was the easiest thing to stop smoking. And it, I never really consistently smoked weed. I always like just, you know, just hit the blunt, uh, every now and then because marijuana actually give me like paranoia. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, smart. Yeah, you're a smart guy. Probably make your mind probably goes wild. Oh, yeah. It's um no, it's that's interesting. Yeah, I just I mean it's funny. I didn't know you. I didn't know you're. I mean I assumed that you were sober-ish because because of like being Christian and stuff. But no, I, I, yeah, I, I pretty. Anyway, I have. I'm probably. I have Christian friends that smoke. I just five don't smoke. Days not smoking weed, and for me that's crazy. I mean, look, I have a giant beard. I mean. I was Christian smoke for a while too, but I'm enjoying it, man. I'm really enjoying like having like fast thoughts again. Um, I don't know. It's like, uh, I don't know. I felt like weed was the easy yeah. way out. You know, just, you always felt good. You just always felt good for no reason, no matter what was going on. Yeah. I have Christian friends that smoke. I just don't smoke because it gives me paranoia. Yeah. yeah it, it bothers, it bothers and it's more or less. Yeah, I did that. It's funny. I almost had, yeah, and that's how, that's why I stopped originally is that I had this crazy panic attack. I was, I was smoking way too much and I yeah. said, like this crazy panic attack. And I'm like, I'm never touching that again. You know I mean? I'm me personally, it's do it. Who is your own? I don't, I don't think weed's even bad. It's just whoever, you know, I enjoy not doing it now, but I mean, it's like, this is much I enjoyed it, you know? Yeah. That's crazy. So like, what's, um, do people come to you and tell you their, their testimonies all the time too? I imagine. No, I get a lot of emails and DMs about people's testimony. Uh, That's what I was wondering. Because I better really yeah. do that. And, and the person, uh, I have most people asking me questions and seeking advice. What kind of what kind of advice are people are people asking for? How to get closer with God. What was that? My internet's been weird. It's like for some reason. How to get closer with God? What would you say to somebody like that wants to be closer to God? That's a that's a good that's a good one. Uh, pray and seek. We have to read His Word. You know, well, one of the ways, main ways that God speaks to us is through His Word, and uh, so you know we got to read the Bible. You know, if your your walk of faith is gonna be weak, if your prayer life is weak you know it's gonna be weak if it's like this the holy spirit he works and he transforms he the holy spirit conforms us to the likeness and character of jesus but if we're not giving the holy spirit nothing to conform us if we're not the bible is the material the word of god is the material that the holy spirit needs to conform us, to transform us to the likeness of Jesus Christ. If we not feeding our spirits, then we not giving the Holy Spirit nothing to work with. So, you know, you gotta increase your prayer life, and then uh, read the Bible, read your word. And not just read it, but apply it to your life. Application, application is wisdom. See, knowledge is just information. Wisdom is applied knowledge, so. Great. That's well said, man. That's very true. That's very true, man. Like, uh, no, it's, I just remember this while when you're, when you're saying, when you're saying that, uh, when you're answering, like, uh, 
so so like when I was telling you I had a panic attack like, like from smoking too much, right? And then like my, I ordered this rosary. I ordered this rosary like probably like um I don't know like a week before I got it. I just kind of I was delaying things on Amazon. I had some bigger packages coming, so I was like having this panic attack. And then my buddy brought me brought the mail to me, and the rosary was in there, and it stopped right after that. Like it, it literally, I put it around my wrist originally. And it's it, like in like all negative thoughts and thoughts of death and whatever weird stuff I was having going through my head, completely cleared. And, and, and like the power, like just the, I mean, the power of God is so amazing. And, and like and like Jesus sacrificing what He did for us is just crazy amazing. And like um, and and I agree, I agree, man. I think the Bible is very important. I try to read it every day. I try to pray. I mean, I agree exactly, man. I think that's great advice. And I think you're a guy that can get to young people better than like a lot of people can that, that serve God. And I think that's very important. I think I think the younger the younger generations like the twenty year olds and stuff and like and, and whatever else I mean you being who you are on social media and stuff I mean I think that's very important and I think they'll listen to a guy like you more so I think like you know what I mean just 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 I mean you're being yourself which is important but I think like some I, I think they'll listen to you more you know I think that's that's what's important I think I wonder how many souls you've already saved is what I'm trying to say or, or took to Jesus for him to save you know I, I wonder how many people have already trying to live a better life because you're being a positive role model is what I'm trying to say you know. Yeah, when I get to heaven, there's gonna be a lot of people uh, who's in heaven but, but, that I bought. Man. Yeah, and that's, get, that's the best gift you can bring to this planet, man. Yeah, when I get to heaven, there's gonna be a lot of people behind me. <laughs> and that's amazing, man. I think that's yeah. that's an amazing use of your time. Is it like that's the anybody? Thing, I mean, that's I, the that's the. Sorry, go ahead. My I I was gonna say that's what it is to be a man of God or a woman of God. God just don't want to work. He don't just want to work to us. He want to work through us. So it's about it's very you know, true, man. It's about, him, it's about him using us to get other people to reach other people. So if you if you say you're a Christian, you're a man of God, and you're not reaching people, you ain't doing. You're not doing what you're supposed to be doing. Definitely, and I love the energy you bring to it, man. Like that one video I saw you jump on that table and, and like tell everybody about Jesus, man. Like, like I mean, it, it was the same energy you used to bring with like with, with like uh, like reckless youth and and, and sin and stuff. You brought you brought the same goodness you used to bring in the, in the other way, and that was just that was amazing, man. And like uh, I, I love your energy, man. I love I love what you're doing, that man. I think that that's um I think it's important. And it's easy it's easy to be part of the world. It's easy to be it's easy to mimic what TV tells you to do. And like and like do drugs and try to get laid all the time and whatever whatever else you know it's like it's really easy to kind of fall into that you know and it's cool and it's cool seeing like a young uh, young man like 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 fight that and like kind of just like um I mean it's a spiritual war we're in man we need we need as many charismatic guys like you as we can on the good side you know yeah I already lived that lifestyle so ain't nothing with it yeah man it's that's it's just it's just powerful man and, and, I, and I hope I mean who knows how many I've got four hundred people watching right now who who knows how many people are changing because of that. A lot of people in the comments are saying they have the same thing. Like they're saying like true Christianity, not the church preach on. Like, I mean, they're, they're, I mean, you're getting to a lot of people that probably wouldn't have this conversation. You know, I think that like, um, you're not like a traditional preacher or pastor, you know, I think, and I think that you're, you're an artist that, that that's bringing people to God. And I think that's very important. I think God's the best artist, you know, and he made us all artists, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir. That's crazy, man. So like, uh, that's a powerful story, like how you can, how you got to this conclusion and stuff. And like, I mean, you definitely got saved for a reason, man. I think we all do, really. I mean, outside of just our salvation, I think. 
And I love that interview you said when somebody asked you about your face tattoos, man. And you just, you're just like, what? <laughs> like basically it's like, I mean, the vibe wise, you didn't say that, but you're just like, you're like, like they, 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 they want to focus on negativity and stuff. And you, and you just like pointed out, like, I, I forgot your exact response, but I loved it, man. I loved how you responded to that. Yeah. Humans, you know, humans look at the outer appearance. God don't look at the outer appearance. You look at the heart because a man, a man could be a uh, clean face, bare skin, no face tattoos, and be wicked at heart. So people judge. Uh, God tells us to judge righteously. A lot of people ain't judging righteously. They're judged based on what your hair look like, you know, uh, on, your, on your skin color and everything. But honestly, I believe that that's just a tactic uh, from Satan to cause division because Satan loves divisions. So it's like we really be arguing and uh over over small stuff like petty things when uh really we're all is one is one race man is one mankind the human race it's only yes, like that's it but you know humans they don't have uh it well if they're not of god then they lack discernment uh they lack knowledge and and they 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 allow themselves to be instruments of Satan, so you know uh, really, God tells us not to fight. We don't fight against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers. You know, demonic beings in high places. So I really can't even if they don't know God. I really can't even fault them. I can't fault. I really can't fault anybody who don't know God because they don't know any better. But at the same time. I do that too. So, like, uh, it's, it's, it's like, it's just human nature to see something that you're unfamiliar with and judge it. But, um, you know, as, as I just continue living life and continue, God allows me to continue having a platform and continue having life. I'm going to just use my voice and my platform to share the truth to share the wisdom of God and uh, give people a new pair of lenses because who knows, people see me with face tattoos and piercings and then they see that I really show the character of Jesus. I really have a heart and mind like Jesus. I really love God. Then that's, God is using me to give people a new pair of lenses so they won't be judged so judgmental to the next person who have face tattoos and piercings because my generation and younger man every i, I walk in walmart target as fast food and people have face tattoos and piercings and we shouldn't be so judgmental to anybody who who don't come from where we come from because we don't know if that if that person is our brother or sister in Christ. When before I was saved, I was a child of God. Just not yet. I just I didn't know I was gonna be a child of God. People didn't know. If when I was wilding out, there was no evidence that I would be good soil. Years later, I have an encounter with Christ and I make it known that I am a believer in Jesus Christ. And three years down the road, people could see the fruits that I am really a man of God. So somebody could, you could see somebody who
who don't look apart, who, who what you're unfamiliar with, whether it's dreadlocks, straight hair, white, black, brown, yellow, orange, whatever, and that person could still be a child of God. Man, we shouldn't we shouldn't be so judgmental of people. We we shouldn't. So you know, I don't I don't fault I don't fault men. I don't fault women for people who are judgmental of me. But like I said before, every time I get a chance to get on somebody's platform or use my platform, I'm gonna let them I'm gonna let everybody know that I'm confident in who I am. I am proud that you know this how I look is part of my testimony because I get to be used to change people lenses and reach people and just be used to further the kingdom. So, you know, uh, yeah, I love the way I look. God calls us to be set apart. That's what, that's what holy is. Holy is set apart. It's so many men of God. It's so many Christians who don't look like me, but I'm set apart. Even in the body of Christ, I'm set apart. I'm a Christian. I'm a man of God and look just like this. You don't see that on the daily. So no, I love that. Yeah. I don't think either one of us look like stereotypical Christians, and I think that's important. I think I think we can get messages to people in different ways. And I think like I think the youth will listen to a guy like you more so, man. Like uh I, like I I think I just like your presentation, I think the youth will listen like listen to you more so than a guy that's clean caught with the collar, you know. I think I think different people get to different people, you know, and, and like that may be yeah. judgmental, but I, I do believe that though. I do believe I do think that there's a reason he, he picked just you. Like he picked you. Oh, sorry. Yeah, just like you'll reach people who I never, you'll reach people who I never reach. But at the same time, like as you a man of God, I'm a man of God. We come together, and we use our voice, we use our platform, we use who we are to further the kingdom. You know. What I'm yeah, saying? I, guess, like, like, I, I think your art's cool. I think your face art's cool and stuff. But 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 I mean, but I I, see, I just see the authenticity, and I respect that more than anything. I mean, I I, yeah. I just think that like you. You're truly being yourself, and I think that's important. And 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 as, a, as an artist, I, I think that's the most important thing in art. We're all just trying to be ourselves the best, basically. And I, and I, I could tell you, I could tell you're just yourself. Like you just seem. I mean, to me, you seem like a, just a positive kind of kid. You know, you seem like. A, and you, I mean, you seem wiser now, but I, I, you seem like too wise to be a kid. It's kind of bad wording, but but you to me, you just seem like. You just seem like a. You seem like you're not bullshitting me. Like a lot of people kind of use use God uh, to kind of manipulate people. The, the name of God to manipulate people and stuff like that. But yeah. you're not doing. I can tell you're not doing that. And I could I can I can read a bullshitter a million miles away, and I can tell you're being honest. And, and I think well, and I think that's, that's what's important to me, regardless of looks or anything, is how honest you are. You know, life is life experience. One, uh, well, one, I had a real encounter with God. Two, life experience. Three. Uh, is how my life is set up. You know, I have, uh, I'm really in church. I'm really being discipled and I'm really in my word and forming a relationship with God. So, you know, it's a lot of people, like I said, that's why Christians have a bad rep because it's people who claim Christian, they claim to be of the faith, but their life don't show no type of proof that they really of God. They life it don't show no type of proof. That's why the word says test the spirit. That's why the word says you will know them by their fruits. You'll know them by the fruit that they bear. You know what I'm saying? The word tell us this. 
but it's so many people who just claim Christian for title that it give a bad rep. You know, uh, it's people who claim, like my mom, my parents, they claim Christian, but I had a bad representation of what Christianity looked like. And, and so as I got older, I just thought, oh, as long as I believe in Jesus, I can live life however I want to because I didn't have a real uh, representation of what Christ looked like. I didn't, I didn't have that. I didn't have a, a real Christian foundation built, but glory to God, because everything still work out at the end of, end of the day. And now it's just a part of my testimony. But that's why Christians, well, well, that's why Christianity have a bad rep, because there's so many people faking it. It's so many people who put a Bible verse in a bio, you know, just for it look good <laughs> and not really live, not even not even really applying that scripture to their life. So I'm really doing it. And not saying that I'm perfect because I'm not. I still I still sin. Uh sin means miss the mark, miss the goal. I still miss I still miss the mark. You know, I still fall short. God say we all fall every human falls short of his glorious standard. I still do that. I'm not perfect by far. At the same time Every single day, I make a conscious decision to follow God, to follow Jesus, to be better than I was the day before, every single day. So that's that's why you can see the authenticity by how I speak, because you won't, everything that I'm sharing on this live, uh, a person who don't have a relationship with God and say they're Christian, they won't say the things I say. What I'm saying right now is only I'm only able to speak these things out of my mouth because I have a real relationship with God. Outside of this life, I really seek after God. And he, God say he will give you wisdom. It's freely given. He will give you wisdom. All you have to do is ask for it. So that's that's why you see the authenticity. Because in outside of social media, Outside, when I'm in my in my secret place, I'm in front of God, seeking Him. Well, you touched on a lot of things that that I, that I think are important. I think that um, because I'll get in, these people will argue with me on like on on like Facebook maybe or something or one of the social medias, and they'll just and they'll be like, oh well, Christians killed all these people, blah blah. I'm like, well, if you killed people, you're probably not Christian. Those people are probably just saying they're Christian. <laughs> like they like, like the, they blame the Crusades and all this other stuff. And I'm like, I'm like, I'm like a Christian isn't gonna murder somebody, you know? It's like like maybe in self defense, like David to Goliath or something, you know? But I'm saying like. Yeah. You, you, you don't see it like a lot. Of, again, I think like a lot of people using the name of God have definitely manipulated the world to make people. I don't know, and I think a lot of these people just don't understand. They, like if you don't live in the Word, you don't really understand the truth. I feel like, and, and you'll you'll have all this darkness and lies and whatever through your brain. You know. Yeah, people aren't seeing true Christianity. They're not seeing it, so they don't know it. And then when they see true Christianity, they think, uh, you know, it's demonic people out you being judgmental you're uh you know you this and that but it's man it's time for the world to see what true christianity looks like no i definitely agree and i think you're bringing a lot of attention like 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 to it and stuff and i think like especially i mean in my opinion the youth it needs it the most and like and 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 that's where and i think that's where you're just straight cry i mean i think anybody could listen to you and 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 see that you're 
like just speaking the truth and like and like just re, like and telling people about Jesus and stuff. I think it's important for anybody to be honest. But I do think that the youth needs it the most, like the way culture is, man. Because if you could change, if you if you could change culture the way you are and continue to, I mean, I, I have a way more optimistic point of view for the for the future. Like if other people believing and serving as well, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it all takes time. It all takes time. It all be done in time. I know God have a plan, and at the end of the day, it's gonna be fulfilled. His plan gonna be fulfilled, cause God exactly. said is, yeah. He said He wished that no man perish, that all men turn away from sin, uh, repent and turn to Him. You know, and He has a perfect plan for each and every last one of us. It just we have to make a conscious decision to be a part of His will, His perfect plan. And the only way, like people, could. I could be able to get aligned is by faith and faith come by hearing the word of God. Me as a man of God, that's what I do. I share my faith. I share the word of God in hopes that whoever hear it, if it's one person, five people, 10 people, however many people hear the word and they faith get ignited and they do the same thing that I'm doing, whether it's on it on a bigger scale than me or a smaller scale. We're all called to reach people. So it, it all come in God's perfect time. And he got a perfect plan to to right all our wrongs. He already done it when he sent his son in this world and Jesus died on the cross. He said, it is finished. So me, I just make a conscious decision to be a part of his perfect plan. No, I agree, man. I, I could see that a lot in you, man. Um, To, to, to touch on something you said earlier, like, um. Uh, did you what? What was your friend's like spiritual experience when he when he passed away uh, and then came back? What uh, uh, is that too crazy to talk about right now? Or it's like I mean I know you're a person and I'm not trying to pry into personal things if that's too crazy. So no, feel free to say no. I hear, yeah. Okay. Uh, well, thank you, man. I'd like to hear about that. He he said, "Father, forgive the shooter. Jesus, forgive the shooter and forgive me of my sins." One, he gave forgiveness to the shooter. And God tells us if we shall forgive others if we want forgiveness for ourselves. And forgiveness is so hard to do, especially if we've been wronged and we ain't do nothing. If somebody hurt our feelings, it's hard to forgive. But we need forgiveness all the time because how many times people aren't conscious of the wrong that they do in God's eyes. They be like, oh, nobody could see me. I'm doing this. I'm doing this. But you're literally in front of the eyes of God doing whatever wrong, committing whatever sin. And God still forgives us, still loves us, still extends his grace. But he said, for Jesus, forgive the shooter and forgive me for my sins. And he couldn't talk no more. He started coughing. Now his dad, is a he passed uh, years ago, and he's a man of God. But he told me that he saw his dad scooped him up in the spirit and he saw mansions and he felt overwhelmed with love that he was welcomed in the spirit realm just as if people already knew who he was he was over he said he was so overwhelmed with love that he hit his knees and he started crying and he's i'm like do you did you walk you walk around what'd you do he said i don't know if we walk we just move but uh, he said he's seen a whole bunch of mansions. And he asked his dad, is this yours? He said, 
his dad said, this is ours. And uh, he told me he seen fruit and everything like strawberries. But he, I, I remember him saying that he was so overwhelmed with love that when he hit his knees and he just started weeping, and then next thing you know, he just back into his body. And he was so depressed. He was so depressed. Man, he have a son, he have a wife, and he looked me, he would look any he looked me in my face and told me this, but he'll look anybody in their face and say, I wish I was there, I wish I was back where I was. I wish I was back with God. He don't even he don't even want to be back. He wanna he wanna go back to where he was. Wow. That's huge, man. That's that's that's, that's And it's not like it's not like he's suicidal or anything. He's just saying what he experienced what he experienced, what God allowed him to experience, he'd rather be back with God. That's amazing. And and like think about like think about that okay so 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 that entire experience brought him to tell other people about that and the amount of people he brought to god and the amount of people that you're bringing to god through that experience and the amount of people like anyone else he brought to god is is doing too and i th- and i think that's maybe why maybe why that he was given a brief taste of that you know i think that and that's and that's amazing like think think about just how many people's lives it's affected like like so far you know yeah it definitely it definitely uh, affected mine and I already had an encounter with God. It just, it just didn't change me. But it, the seed was definitely planted, and that's why, uh, that's why I've been so radical, and just like, just out there because, uh, man, I've seen, like, I've seen people that I, my stepfather died, my friend, uh, but God allows him to live. My grandfather, death is promised every to everybody to every human death is promised to us all we all have to experience and it's like with just seeing my boy die uh, and uh you know i'm like man that could have been me uh, with how i was living i ain't what if i i know for a fact because when i was lit and i was living life like that well i wasn't thinking about god i was not thinking about god boy i wasn't I know for a fact if I did and I was so close, like just playing the way I was mixing drugs and taking all that, you know what I'm saying? Like, man, if I had died, I'd have been in hell. I know that for a fact. And just to think about that, just to think about me, John, being in hell, oh man. People play, people play with that, but it ain't nothing to play with. It ain't nothing to play with. And uh, I bet that saved your life and your soul. Yeah, it definitely did, you know. Uh, so now it's just like I gotta share my faith. I got to. It's about I want to tell others about Jesus. Like I can't make a decision for nobody. I can't make nobody change. But you know, God say that people would be saved by the blood of the Lamb and the power of our testimony. So the only thing I could do is just share my testimony. And I tell anybody, if I didn't have an encounter with God, I'd still be living life how I used to be. Because even when I was just chilling at the crib and smashing chicks, I didn't think I was doing nothing wrong. I'm not hurting nobody. I'm just chilling, living life, enjoying life. But now that I'm a man of God, 
I could see that I was definitely in sin. I was living, I was definitely in the wrong. I was definitely in the wrong. And, you know, uh, uh, I'd have, I wouldn't have been with God, but, you know, I'm, I'm thankful for, uh, thankful for my testimony. I'm thankful for my brother's testimony. And uh, I'm just thankful that God used me, is using me to be a part of his plan because even if I decided not to be of God, God could still do the same thing that he's doing with me or with somebody else. He just, God is God, whether we like it or not, whether we believe it or not, whether we accept it or not, God is God. He always going to be God. He always was, he always is, and he always will be. But we have to make that decision for ourselves. We're going to allow ourselves to be used by him. You know, so. No, it's powerful stuff, man. I, th I think, like, every everybody needs to hear stuff like that, man. I think that's, uh, and, and I think sometimes it has to hit them the way it hit you, man. I think that, like, you have to, I, I, I mean, I, I, I feel like I'm, just, I, I feel like, I don't know you that well, but you seem like you're a hard-headed kind of guy too, man. And and I feel hard-headed, and I, and, I, and I think like yeah. I needed some drastic stuff to come to God too, man. I I I I felt my soul was dirty, and I I, I was like I, I didn't like it at all, man. I didn't like how I was, and and like um and I think that like uh I only I, my life has only improved, God. You know, I mean I uh, I'm married now. I I mean I'm I'm more chill. I'm not you know I'm not trying to just fuck everybody over. I mean I feel like that's what I, like, that that's where you are. If you're only about yourself, you only have yourself, you know. And I think when I became more about God and other people, now I have like very important people in my life, like friends and family and stuff. I wasn't getting along with at the time. And like, I mean, I feel like I'm getting my family back together and stuff now. And I think that, this, I mean, that's, that's a lot of the root is like, uh, like I think you had a similar upbringing. It sounds like to me, I, I wasn't in foster care or anything like that, but so maybe not exactly, but, but I think that like, um, I, I didn't have, I mean, I, I never met my, I maybe met my dad one time, you know? And I think that, uh, adds a lot of pain to a child and i think that that's what that's why you, you if you're anything like me that's why you were lashing out too and then my my grandma died when i was young and it made me kind of a mean person i was like i you know it just made me kind of uh i took it out in the world probably probably eight years <laughs> you know my grandma died yeah. when i was a child and i took it out on everybody else you know and I, I and i think i think i think evil preys on that pain man it preys on that pain and, and I and I personally feel like I'm watching my mom be sick right now. I'm in a lot of pain right now, and I try to fight that a lot. I'm not I'm not living perfect or anything, but I mean, I, I feel I, I feel like demons are feasting on me constantly, trying to trying to trying to. They know the end's close, man. They know their time's limited. They know, you know, the uh, I don't know. You, I gotta. I think that's the biggest thing for me is like I just so whenever I'm in pain, not to be shitty to people, and I think that's the biggest thing, like that I yeah. that I experience personally, you know. Yeah, yeah, for sure that. Well, I'm uh I'm gonna go ahead and pray for you, and then I'm I'm gonna close it out because I wanna, you know, lock in, get in some word before it get too late. It's ten thirty-three. Okay. Well, thank you for your time, John. I really appreciate you coming on here. Uh, you're a big you're a big star, and like you got a great story today. And I think that like I really appreciate you taking the time to be on here. And I'll shut up so you can do your thing, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and pray for you. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, I just wanna thank you for this night. I want to thank you for this time of fellowship. Uh, I want to thank you for Anthony and his viewers, Lord God, uh, for everybody that who's watching this. Uh, I pray that their hearts was transformed, was touched, Lord God, and uh, the Holy Spirit moved and transformed them into the image and 
uh, likeness and character of Jesus Christ, Lord God. Uh, I want to pray for Anthony, uh, for healing in his life, Lord God, uh, for deliverance, Lord God. Uh, I ask that you remove any demonic presence, Lord God, away from his life, Lord God. Uh, I ask that you put a hedge of protection around him, his mother, Lord God. I ask that you just help him uh, get through the pain with seeing his mom uh, suffer, Lord God. Uh, even, you know, in the presence, in the midst of suffering, Lord God, I know that your presence is still there. And I just uh, pray that Anthony gets to see that, Lord God, to see your love and, and healing and your presence and your power in his life, Lord God, and, and that you move. Heavenly Father, that he feel the presence of the Holy Spirit, that he feel your love, Lord God, because you are love. Uh, I ask that you help him in every area, every aspect of life, Lord God, uh, finances, relationship, uh, his fatherhood, uh, his manhood, Lord God, because, uh, you know, Satan is, is, is really attacking men of God, Lord God, and, you know, uh, he wants us to be weak, uh, and, and you don't, you don't give us a spirit of fear, but a power, love, and a sound mind. So in this season of Anthony life, I ask that you give him strength, that you remove any fear, any fret, any worry, any anxiety that he have in his life, Lord God, that you move it away from him and that the Holy Spirit enable him and strengthen power, Lord God, and that he's able to get through this tough season, Lord God. In Jesus' name, I pray and ask to you. Amen. Amen. Thank you, John. That, that, that really meant a lot to me, honestly. Thank you very much, man. Yes, sir. God, so, God bless you as well, and thank you. I hope you have a great night, and God bless you and everybody else around you, man. I I, I really appreciate that prayer, man, a lot, honestly. That really hit home with me, man, and I appreciate that. Yes, sir. Um, you too. Good night. Good night, brother. Thank you very much. Yep. Uh, thank you, everyone, for watching. Um, I appreciate it. This, uh, like I said, like I usually say, it would be completely delusional of me Um if you guys weren't watching and I didn't have big guests like uh, Holy Bond and stuff, and I, I really appreciate everything. And uh, God bless each and every one of you. And uh, may all your dreams come true.